Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ten randomly selected questions. One person's reputation on the line. This is... Trampled Bet Versus. The Lockdown Football Quiz with John Walker. Today's competitor is... My name's Ant McGinley. I'm a recovering chocoholic and I'm from On the Left Side. How are you keeping, Ant? Uh, very well. Lockdown was fine until yesterday and then it all went crazy. So basically what happened was it rained and I couldn't go out and exercise and it broke my world. <laughs> so I'm a mess. Yeah, the new the new routine of having to stay indoors. I ordered a bike like three weeks ago and it arrived yesterday and now the weather's taking a turn. Did they actually cycle it to your house? Is that why it <laughs> took so long? They definitely didn't because I paid for a built bike and they provided right. a, a not built bike. Well, still, I mean, I, I would appreciate that right now because that would be something else to do while this is going on. But I don't have an Allen key because you uh-huh. only ever you only ever get Allen keys for the furniture you're building from IKEA. And see, once yep. the furniture's built, out it goes. Where do you throw them? Because they will be the next thing that that people campaign about with turtles. You know, because all the turtles stop like choking to death on cotton buds. I don't know. Choking on Allen keys that you've thrown away. Or or they'll be using the Allen keys and they'll have made some sort of turtle gang, and that'll be the violent weapon <laughs> like like a turtle sized crowbar um, so you are from the on left side can you tell people for some reason if you don't know what it is just a little bit about the podcast uh it's a podcast it's only short it's about 10 minutes every week and you don't often hear me on it because it's usually jim who's whinging about football <laughs> and it's kind of everything that doesn't happen on on much of the day so it's not so much about the the goals that have been scored and who won the games it's more about the stupid stuff that happens off the pitch, the stuff that we really love. And uh, yeah, so we just have fun and poke fun at it and nothing is sacred. Yeah, it's since since coming across yourself, I've listened to every episode. What I end up doing is I always end up seeming to fall behind. But I said to the to Joel from the offensive yesterday, I quite enjoy that because it falls back into my Netflix culture of having yeah. something to binge. I think what's quite nice as well is um, a lot of, football shows it's very topical because you know spurs beat united last week and then it's wolves away at leicester this weekend and obviously that changes as soon as that's done whereas a lot of the stories that we cover and pick up on still valid you know months and even years on afterwards yeah i, I do quite like it. i even like listening to ones from like before i even followed just because i like to try and jog my memory to the point that yeah. that's happening it, it it is it is amazing how much stuff goes on as well, and how many times like Gary Neville does something stupid, how many times Wayne Rooney gets caught having affairs, and these things just come around in cycles. Uh, so yeah, but you, you, I think for us, we 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 look at so many stories. We've been doing it five years now, and uh, it just started off as a kind of a so. Jim initially was my producer in radio, and then 
uh, he was working as a producer full time. I was working as a presenter. We were both out of work and we swapped. So he became uh, my presenter and I produced for him. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really nice actually that five years on, uh, we've kind of gone, we started off with about six minute episodes and we went as long as sometimes 20 minute episodes and then came back, put a lot of work into it. It's a real uh, labor of love, but um, we've got a really, really dedicated audience, I think. It's not not the biggest audience, but it's the coolest and sexiest, I would say. <laughs> um, and for our listeners who don't know you, Ant, what football team do you support? Uh, well, I'm actually wearing uh, a shirt from my hometown today, which is Rochdale uh, from Scotland. is not far from where I was born, uh, but I'm a Man City fan uh, long term. So back when uh, we used to not only be top of the Premier League, but then get relegated in the same season, if anybody remembers the early 90s under Peter <laughs> Reid. That was a that was a blessing. Yeah, so I'm a, a a long time Man City fan, and to be honest, I still don't believe the last ten years has happened. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, completely. Um, so there are no Rochdale questions, but there will be Man City related questions. And I think, like I said, it's ten questions from a possible hundred. You'll just pick the numbers as you go. It's completely potluck. Said that to Niall yesterday that I was laughing that there was only one Portsmouth related question. And the first number he pulled out from a random number was the only Portsmouth question. So it's just your luck. Even with the odds, there's been like questions, nine nine of the questions have appeared in most of the podcasts. So there's loads of questions untouched. So for my sanity, if you can somehow choose a fresh question for me to ask, that would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Well, I promise to uh, pick at least two of those and also <laughs> to answer everything uh, very convincingly, even though I'm convinced I probably be, I'm going for automatic relegation in this quiz. So I, I, I reckon I'll be number two. I think basically all my football knowledge is going to be no use whatsoever for me in this quiz. Right, okay, okay. If you want to give me your first number, thirty-five. It's Frank LeBuff. Um, <laughs> Arsene Wenger and Alan Pardew clashed in the touchline at Upton Park in 2007, whilst Pardew was celebrating the opening goal in a one-nil win. Who scored the goal? Which which team was he in charge of? He was in charge of West Ham at Upton Park as okay. they beat Arsenal and Wenger and Pardew were scrapping on the touchline. Who scored I'm the go goal? For Paolo Di Canio. It was Marlon Harewood. Which is what they used to call him in the dressing room. But there we go. <laughs> so zero for one, but that, that that's <clears> fine. You're, you're still on course to either win or not be bottom. 99. At which World Cup did Brazilian Ronaldo first get on the pitch? So the original Ronaldo, the OG. I'm going for 94. He was, at, he was at the 94 World Cup, but he never played ah. any minutes on the pitch. I blame the question then. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I was just looking at his, I was just remembering because I remember the travel itinerary from that World Cup for all the teams. Yeah. And I knew he was on the planes and in the hotel. So Yeah, he was part of the squad. So he, ha- he has a World Cup winners medal, but he did not get on the pitch. I wouldn't complain, to be honest. Would you? Me neither, no. But see, yeah. being Scottish, <laughs> I'd be happy to beat a world. I'd be happy to beat a World Cup. Who was who was the fella in the the nineteen ninety World Cup who was knocked out by the Brazilian with a free kick? Oh, was uh, that nineteen ninety or was that? It was like one of the one of the opening games, one of the opening round games, Scotland against Brazil, and uh, so a young lad took a free kick from a Brazilian in the head and doesn't remember the day. Never mind the game. Uh-huh. See, this is quite interesting, see, because we're only in question two. There was a bit of chat in one of the earlier uh, podcasts that I was doing this quiz on where I actually very close to giving the answer to a question that he then got just from having general chat because there are there are scenarios that keep popping up. 
have, well, have to be careful how deep we go into the chat. Okay, just just make hand signals or whatever when it comes <laughs> up. Okay, next question is sixty four. This one keeps coming. Uh, this one, this is the fourth thing. This feels like a lottery ball scenario where I'm telling you this the fourth time this question's came out. Is is Gary going to do the voiceover of this and just call it the machine <laughs> and go, Guinevere, and this is the fifth time 64 has come out and over £7 million has been won in the last three days. I, th- I think, unfortunately for Gary, who's our producer, I have given, this quiz seemed like a great idea to him at the start, and I have given him a mountain of podcasts to deal with. I don't think Gary could yeah. handle anymore. Maybe you should just subject you to some questioning at the end, but more yeah. in a kind of like Jack Bauer style where you're tied to a chair and a car battery. Um, okay, how, 64. How, yeah, 64. In 1995, Eric Cantona kicked a fan, subsequently was banned from football for nine months. Whose ground was this at? So I'll accept the team or the stadium name. Sellers Park, Crystal Palace. I could even tell you the name of the fan. Oh, go for it. Dave. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sellers Park, Crystal Palace. It was also that picture was immortalised as the cover for the uh, hit single by Ash called Kung Fu. <laughs> Do, you know what's record. Do you remember, I'm sure this, I was watching Premiership years, this is where all my questions have come from for the UK football. Do you remember about, I think it was the week after, that the fan was on the news apologising to Eric Cantona for what he had wow. said to him? Did, did, he, did we ever actually find out exactly what he'd said? He didn't say what he'd said, but he said he could understand the reaction from what he said and he apologises for what he shouted at him. See, in the 90s, football fans were so much nicer, weren't they? Like, you, know, you had it, and then afterwards, you go, oh, no, no, I, I, it was out of order. Whereas now, it's more, the more likely to say, I didn't say that. I didn't say anything bad. Right, so, one after, you're off the mark. You are still on course to be top scorer, by the way. Excellent. Who, who, who at the time of recording, who's got the most points? Um, James Black from the Boys versus Blue Nose podcast up in Scotland. He's 7 ah, out of 10. Right, okay. Uh, no chance. <laughs> Um, 18 for some reason that for some reason that activated my Siri (laughs) says I can't activate emergency services here look I've got one there's seven questions left it's not that bad yet Siri (laughs) in the UEFA Cup final in 1998 Inter Milan beat Lazio 3-0 who was awarded man of the match wow 98 it was possibly one of the most devastating performances from an individual at a, a major European final. I'm going to have to take a guess at this completely. Um, Clive? No, it's actually quite funny because question two would have been the, the, the subject of this. It was Brazilian Ronaldo ah. for Inter Milan. He scored and set up both of Zamorano's goals. It was just unbelievable. So one out of four. What's the fifth one? Uh, the fifth one is 12. Do I get a prize if I... Pick a question that's not been asked. Oh, before. you you beauty. I said Niall got this question yesterday and he got it wrong. And I said, I really hope Ant gets this just because of the pain factor. Which Scottish internationalist set up Wigan's winning goal versus Man City in the 2013 FA Cup final? Who took the corner? I was on a boat watching this. I was on a cruise ship watching this. It was not very nice. Um, so which Scottish internationalist? See, that, that really narrows it down, doesn't it? <laughs> I think Wigan had three in their team. So this is 2015, is it? 2013. 2013. Oh, yeah, of course. So Wigan ended up relegated that year as well. With Martinez in charge. Um, that has been blanked from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can't even get a guess out? 
No, I'm gonna. I'll let that go. It was Sean Maloney. Uh, question six still hurts. <laughs> question six. I'm gonna go for eighty-one. Can I still win? You can. Nope. You can get second. <laughs> wow. Is this that we've all been really crap, or you, you've just been really sort of like tough? No, no. It's it's kind of your luck. That's what I said. There's a sliding scale of questions. There are some gimmies in here. Like there are some that are. I would say general knowledge that everyone should know, but there there are definitely tricky ones. So was the number eighty one you said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. Back back to back Man City questions, and I've had this one so many times and nobody's got it. <sighs> Aguero famously scored that goal to win Man City's first ever Premier League title in injury time in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Who set the goal up? Uh, the one and only assist that he had in his Premier League career 91 games in the premier league man city and liverpool scored quite a few goals only ever got one assist and it came in that game and it was super mario balotelli that is correct has he only got one assist only one assist in the premier league it's ridiculous so someone who's played someone who's won a premier league title only has one more assist than i do in the premier league yeah <laughs> that's fantastic but i tell you what I, at the same time as well that's it. You wouldn't want any more. What a goal to set up if you're ever going to set up a goal. <laughs> and the thing was as well, it was that moment. And, and Balotelli was the kind of player that probably the reason why he got that was he would always shoot or do something crazy. And that moment, it was the one thing that every single person in the stadium, every single City fan across the world wanted him to do was to shoot. And he just played it <laughs> wide. And everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? It's because he was falling over though. Yeah, well, still, it was... Uh, it was beautiful, and and for that and numerous other things, I will always love Super Mario. So, two points, two out, two out of six. He need, so you need at least there's some half point questions, so you need at least a half point to secure not bottom. Right. Okay, that's uh, fine. And I've got three eight. questions left. Yep. Well, four. Oh, okay. Um, what um, is your next number? Sixty-eight. Who is the only player to score in Champions League finals with two different teams? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so there's a couple of people it could be. Cristiano. Um, but I'm not sure that he did it for United. I can't even give any clues because the only clue no, I give would be the goals that he scored. Um, so I'm inclined to say someone from Barca who's played elsewhere. It's going to be somebody obscure that's like scored for Chelsea or something as well. Um, <clears throat> it's not John Terry. <laughs> <laughs> That 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 to me is that half point. <laughs> that to me is a great place to start on any quiz question. <laughs> um, the answer to any question except one asked by uh, Harry Redknapp. Uh, God, I'm gonna Diego Costa. No, that's stupid. That's a stupid answer. I was thinking <laughs> of uh, Mourinho. That is a really stupid, in- impulsive thing. It's like because Mourinho had won it before, and then he had Costa, and so that's no. Um, I have no idea. I'm gonna pass. You know what? Even throw a name in. Uh, you may as well. Put- is it in? Is it the, the, the entirety of the Champions League or previously is the European Cup? Yes. He's still playing, but that could still include because the Champions League for 25 years. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the Champions Leagues. I'm going to say Ronaldo. It is Ronaldo. Ah, oh, my instinct was right. He scored just more- like a lot of drama just for no reason. He scored. I know, I know. I couldn't believe you'd said it right at the start. He scored in the Moscow final against Chelsea with a header and he scored in a variety of finals for Real Madrid. I, just, I was trying to think like where... Uh, which, which different club he was at. But there we go. That's good. Good. So I'm not bottom. Um, so question eight. Yep. Uh, question eight is going to be 33. 
Who was the top scorer at Euro 2004 in Portugal? Bloody hell. Uh, this feels like one you either know or you don't know. So I, I want to say Miroslav Klose, but I think that was possibly at the World Cup where he got a six, not there. Um, so 2004. I think I think this team finished They finished fourth in the tournament. In fact, they don't have a third, fourth place playoff. They were beaten semi-finalists. Always the way, isn't it? Very rare that the top scorer comes all the way to the final. Um, 2004, 2004, what was it? His name's Dave. Uh, no, don't know. Pass. It was Milan Baros for Czech Republic. Ah, I, w- I was close with my first guest, Miroslav. It was Milan. I got the first two. When you, said, when you were saying me before you even answered, that was like, <laughs> he knows it. You just, you've just got it. Nope. So, n- number nine? Uh, number nine. Let's go for number three. Who did Portugal beat in the semi-final of Euro 2016 before going on to win the tournament? Uh, it was Gareth, Gareth's Wales. It was indeed. Well done. Come on. Yes. That's only I, I, once before and it got wrong. I remember, I remember that more because I had money on Wales to win. <laughs> and it still hurts. <laughs> well, at least in some way there's been a bit of repayment now. Yeah, there we go. It was, it, it was, it was a good game to begin with and then it just was... Oh. And then, of course, we had the moth in the final. <laughs> okay, so your last question, question number 10. Just to give me some, like, pressure, where, where am I in the standings now? Is this the difference between, like, you know, or your automatic qualification for Europe playoffs or, like, just a big payout from the TV channels? So there are three above you. So there's fourth place Champions League spot available. Okay, 54. Who did England lose to in their last game of Euro 2016? Yeah. <laughs> In their last game of Euro 2016. Yep. Whether it was a group game or knockout. I'm trying to think when Iceland was. Was Iceland the World Cup or was Iceland Euros? I'm going to say the team that also held the record for the most players to ever play a game with the name ending Son. Iceland. It was Iceland to knock out 2-1 in Euro 2016. So you are on 5 out of 10. And da, da. The achievement there is you're never going to be last. And as always, I really appreciate you jumping on and doing this. Um, I know you're a busy man. I'm just, I'm really, honestly, I was coming into this thinking I'm just walking out and it's just, I may as well be the ball boy and like someone forgot to take me off the pitch. So I'm quite pleased with that. I, I can, I can hold my head high. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a very good score. Like, like I said, as long as at the end of this, my co-host Gordo is bottom with two. I'll be delighted. I, uh, I just, I, the only one I'm kicking myself about is the Ronaldo Cup final question. Thank you very much, John. Right, no problem. Enjoy your day. We'll see do. You see you soon. Bye bye. This podcast was written and produced by John Walker and Gary Black. For more of our podcast, please visit TrampleBet.com. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 